Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Toph. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? Oh man, I am jingling all the way, dude. I am fantastic. Yeah, because it's Christmas this week. Yeah, this is the Super Bowl, man. The Super Bowl of my holiday. It is. And last week, we had our office Christmas party, our first annual office Christmas party. I had a really good time with the Christmas party. I did too. I'm really glad to hear that. I think one of my favorite parts was the karaoke. <laughs> that was platinum karaoke right there, my friend. It was. I, it, I said at the time while we were there that the, the song choices really threw me off. <laughs> but it doesn't mean I didn't like it. It, was, it just wasn't what I expected. <laughs> That's what we do, man. We throw curveballs here. Yeah. So the, this week is Christmas. So we wish everyone a Merry Christmas. We hope that your holidays up to this point have been fantastic. Agreed. So um, yeah, there you go. Next. Let's get started and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is a week that people may not know what to celebrate. you know what this is episode 56 that's the first time that i've read that sentence heading into the calendar that it where it sounds completely ridiculous (laughs) so true like we don't have to tell people what to celebrate this week (laughs) well i don't know there's a couple things on here that they may not know what to celebrate (laughs) after the holidays (laughs) well i was i was gonna say we don't have to but we will (laughs) right Definitely. All right. Well, I will kick things off because yesterday you may have chosen, like I did, to celebrate Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us, my friend. Did you yes. Did you perform your feats of strength? Of course. So we put up the Festivus pole. We gathered around. We did the feats of strength. We did the airing of grievances, which I airing think is the most grievances. important part of Festivus. Yeah, it was. Right. It was a. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing that we did, <laughs> and we loved it. Did um. Chelsea look good in all kinds of lighting. (laughs) (laughs) She does. She looks great in every kind of lighting. It's true. She's extremely gorgeous. Thank you. You're welcome. So today, Chris, is Christmas Eve. It is. And in Miami, that's a huge deal. It's called Noche Buena. It's a huge deal. And if you're lucky, you'll get to have um, what they call a full roasted pig. Baked, cooked in La Caja China. It's delicious. Whole roasted pig. And it is also National Eggdog, Eggnog Day. Or and that's our most, more recently, famously, Christmas Milk Day. Christmas Milk. Yes, that's correct. All right. Well, tomorrow, Adam. Yes. Is Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Woo! This is it. That's right. That's right. This is the big one. Which, of course, is the celebration of the birth of Jesus. Kind of a big deal. (laughs) Right. As it were. I didn't know this, but apparently tomorrow is also National Pumpkin Pie Day. I didn't know that. Yeah. Who would put a day with Christmas? Yeah, I kind of feel like if it's Christmas, it's just Christmas. You don't need to add anything to it. But hey, pumpkin pie is delicious. Yeah, that's it. Well, on Wednesday is National Candy Cane Day, and at the staff meeting, or I'm sorry, at the Christmas party, we had a bunch of new flavors of of candy canes, which I think you ended up shoving a bunch of Oreo-flavored candy canes into your Christmas milk. 
I did. I did. Well, and it, at the front end of that conversation, I said, I'm not interested in anything but traditional peppermint flavored candy canes. But then by the time you, you listed them, I was on board with most of them. Right. You weren't you weren't necessarily on board with the clam flavored, but the Oreos kind of swung you around. No, nobody should be on board with clam flavored candy canes. That's ridiculous. I 100% agree with that. So uh, it's also Boxing Day, which, you know, has its origins uh, in a Christmas uh, in Britain as a name for a Christmas present. Boxing Day was traditionally a day off for servants and the day when they received a Christmas box from the master. The servants would then go home on Boxing Day to give the Christmas boxes to their families. Huh. Well, that's cool. Fun fact. Yeah, I, I knew nothing about Boxing Day, so thanks for the thanks for that insight. Yeah, you're you're most like a little Christmas trivia for your stocking. There you go. Well, Thursday is National Fruitcake Day. To that, I say no thank you. To that, I say make it a Klaxon Fruitcake Day with some Christmas milk. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's 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 one of the it's one of the better ones. And Friday is Call a Friend Day. Huh. So, Chris, you and I will not be calling each other. We will not be talking on Friday. No. And it's also National Card Playing Day, which is interesting. I guess there's nothing to do for a lot of people on a Friday after Christmas, so they play cards. So here you which go. I think is a, that's a great idea. We love playing games as a family. Yeah. Well, you can finish up your week of celebration on Saturday by celebrating TikTok Day, which I'd never heard of this, but apparently that's a reminder to take care of unfinished business before the next year. Well, hopefully you got all your expense reports in by the 28th because 29th, nobody's open. No, that is correct. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's turn our attention to this week in history. We could just say Christmas because that's what this week in history has been. <laughs> we could. But then there's all these other things that also happened this week in history. <laughs> right. I'll kick things off. This week in 1845, Texas enters the Union and becomes a state. Oh, good for you, Texas. Yeah. And in 1880 this week... Lane Hall is born. Do you recognize that name? I do not know. Well, you wouldn't and you shouldn't. However, he died on November 20th, just short of his 111th birthday. Wow. Yes. And he died as the oldest licensed driver in the United States. Wow. Lane drove for almost 75 years, and he is in the Guinness Book of World Records for that accomplishment. That is incredible. Well, a short eight years later, Vincent Van Gogh chops his own ear off. I don't have a joke for that. That was probably a bad decision. Super bad decision. Definitely a bad decision. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if you fast forward just 80 short years, (laughs) this week in 1968, Apollo 8 returns to Earth. That is pretty sweet. Agreed. I love space travel. And they just landed on Mars again, which is amazing. Following that, in 1973, The Exorcist opens in theaters. Uh, This is one of those ones that holds up and is basically still terrifying to watch. I 100% agree with that. Which is why I don't watch it. Um, Do like crazy stuff, but not that one. All right. So in 19... Hang on a sec. I I don't want to fly past the point that The Exorcist opened up the week of Christmas. That's a really good point, buddy. Did you really notice that? Point. I did not think about that. That's an incredible movie to open on Christmas week. That's true. And it's like wildly successful. Yeah, no kidding. That's really weird. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. 
1986, Voyager completes its global flight around the globe in one tank of fuel, Chris. One tank. That's a funny way to express that. That a, space, that a spaceship flew around planet Earth on a single tank of gas. Right, because it's not like they're getting like good gas mileage. Yeah, that, that just looks like that just sounds like um, like a middle aged dad that brags about the gas mileage he got on a road trip. That's right, while wearing his white New Balance shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. And uh, five years later, Mikhail Gorbachev resigns as president of the USSR. But oh. remember, in Soviet Russia, it resigns you. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Next. All right. Well, with that, it's time for the news. Yes. Cue that favorite jingle. Now, Adam, I think you've noticed, like I have, that our friends in the Gravity Beard Interns group, our group of industrious interns, have started submitting news stories in huge quantities. Yeah, almost faster than we can process them. No, definitely faster than we can process them. So there's only one remedy for that problem, and I think you know what that is. It's our segment that we like to call News Quick Hits. News Quick Hits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Keith. We apologize, is- Keith, but your fellow <laughs> interns, they're working very hard. And right. all we can do is, is talk about multiple stories. Otherwise, we're just going to have, have them pile up all over the place. Yep. And I want you to know I called him Mr. News Quick Hits on his own show. <laughs> and I, then I really? felt bad about that. <laughs> huh. It's probably it's probably deleted. <laughs> I did feel kind of bad, <laughs> <laughs> but that's who he is to us. <laughs> <coughs> Love you, Keith. You're awesome, buddy. Okay, so Adam, our first story was teased on our last episode, proving that we do, on a rare occasion, get to stories in a future episode. It happens sometimes. It does. And so here is our first quick hit. It is it was submitted to us from Tiff Franks. Ooh. Thank you, Tiff. Yeah. Of course you're aware of Black Friday. Of course. And I think I, I might have gone a little overboard, but I told people on our show several weeks ago that if you're actually at stores on Black Friday, then then there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I went shopping on Black Friday. It was empty. Are you serious? Hundred percent empty. Well, in any case, that's because of this new invention called the internet. Right. And so you probably don't need to be in stores battling crowds and fighting over Cabbage Patch dolls because that's what we did in the mid-80s. Wait, aren't you the internet? (laughs) That's a reference no one's going to (laughs) get. But in any case, there's other traditions around the world that are similar to Black Friday. Oh. For example, over in uh, the Asian part of the world, there's something called Singles Day. Singles Day? Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean what you think it means. It's just another annual shopping festival similar to Black Friday. It was created by e-commerce giant Alibaba 10 years ago. Have you have you heard of Alibaba? Mm, I'm very familiar with Alibaba. Yeah. So it's also called Double Eleven since it falls on November 11th. In any case, there was a man who claims he accidentally bought a live pig, a peacock, and a giant salamander while drunk on Singles Day. Dude, he is living his best life. Yes. And then he shared it on social media and it went viral. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. God, this is ridiculous. So this is what he thought he was buying. It says he thought he was buying, as he says, two sets of clothes. I mean, first of all, 
what website has live animals on it that you can purchase when you really just want to buy clothes? We'll actually get to that, Adam. I'm glad you asked. So in any case, he goes on and says, I suddenly remembered to look up the delivery date of my clothes and realized I'd also bought a pig and a peacock. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So as I mentioned, he bought a pig, a peacock, and a salamander. Would you like to guess what those items cost? So let's start with the pig. How much do you think a a Thai a Thailand micro pig cost in American dollars? No idea. Because a if if you want to do the pig in the ground like I told you, like in like Haha China for roasting a pig, it's like one fifty to two hundred dollars for a dead pig American. Okay, but how about a how about a living micro pig on a website? I don't think I've ever heard the words micro pig before, uh, you know, so uh, I'll say 50 bucks. That's really close. Really? He paid $58.60. For the pig? Yes. Wow. How much do you think he paid for a live blue peacock? $100. Also very close. $82.20. Oh, all right. Now remember, these are singles day specials. Right, yeah, so it's not your average pricing. This is sale pricing. On a normal day, you might be right. A live blue peacock might cost 100 bucks. Okay, and the last one, a wild salamander. What does that cost? Uh, 20 bucks. No, you're actually way off. That one costs $60.70. Oh, wow. So actually, for having drunk shopped, he didn't do too bad. He only blew, what is that, 60 120 uh, around $200. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it could be worse, far worse. Yeah, way worse. You asked about where did he get these things. Yes. It says these listings are still available on the original website that he went to. And one of those was a website called JD.com. I have not been to that website, so I don't know if that's true. It says where a number of animal traders are active in selling domestic pets and exotic animals, many of which are endangered species. Wow. Yeah, that are that are banned from law, uh, banned by law from being traded. However... It is legal to deliver live animals by courier service in China. By courier? Uh, apparently. I hope it's depend- a live animal courier, not like a box courier. <laughs> right. Depending on the animal, can you imagine? That's terrifying. So, so in any case, he's not the only one that, that's done this. Other incidents involving wild animals bought online in recent months have ended with death of the buyer. Death of the buyer? Yes. So here's one such example. A 21-year-old woman from a city in China, I can't pronounce, died in in a hospital in July after falling into a coma for several days as a result of a bite from a highly venomous snake that she ordered. Okay, that seems like you kind of got what was coming to you. Almost like a Darwin Award. Yeah, and a Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't hand that out lightly. (laughs) <laughs> no we do not let's just say that she's up for consideration because we have other people to consider <laughs> so our next story comes from our intern dave champa thank you dave uh yes so the hancock county sheriff's office wants to know have you lost an atm machine recently yep i have please return <laughs> it to me wow okay i wasn't expecting that response in any case a local woman put detective steve mcfarland onto one of the strangest found property cases he's seen in his 30-year career when she reported finding a computer-driven money dispenser. By the way, nobody calls it that. No. At about 7.15 a.m. So 
she's out on her typical walk that she takes, which is you know out right. in a, in a rural area. Stumbles across an ATM machine, sitting undisturbed, just like on the side of the road. Did she? Uh, was it plugged in? <laughs> Could she get? <laughs> I don't think out? so. I don't think there's any electricity ma- made available to the machine. Because how convenient would that have been? Right. She says the woman was <laughs> the woman was out on a normal walk and saw it standing upright on the edge of the woods. <laughs> I like this quote. She called us, the detective said, and said, this doesn't look right. <laughs> she should have called the number on the back and gotten the reward. Yeah, no kidding. It says McFarland saw immediately what she meant. Yeah, no kidding. It was in the woods about six-tenths of a mile off a dirt road. Footprints were found in the snow, likely those of several people who placed it there. That's good detective work. Yeah. <laughs> And the detective also is a uh, comedian. He says it was set up like a hunter might need quick cash for a cup of coffee in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Adam, I don't think this will surprise either one of us. This discovery is not unheard of. It's usually in cases of burglary where somebody breaks into a convenience store after closing and carts away the ATM. Yeah, it never goes well for them. Yeah, lesser burglars leave them along, along roads, badly damaged after being pried open usually tossed out of a moving vehicle like a pickup truck. But what was strange about this one was is that the mach- machine was completely intact and no one was report was reporting it missing or stolen. Maybe it's like a Narnia ATM. <laughs> That's a really good guess, actually. <laughs> it says they received a tip Wednesday afternoon that it might be an ATM stolen from a diner in Brunswick last, oh, well. last fall. But that tip turned out to be a dead end. What? Right. So I was wondering how you get a tip, a very, very specific tip like that. When, like, who, who called in that tip? Yeah, If seriously. it's not actually the case. Isn't that strange? Very strange. This case is, is unsolved, is yet to be solved. They still have not found the owner or have been able to explain why that ATM machine was sitting out there. So the detective has asked that if anyone has any information that they would call him and this is an actual phone number, Adam. 207-667-7575. So if there's anybody listening to our show, call Steve McFarland, Detective Steve McFarland, and give him a tip on where, what you think happened or or who the owner of that ATM machine might be. Yeah, that's that's really insane. I mean, just for it to be random with nobody claiming it or looking for it, super weird. Yeah, super weird. Okay, are you ready for our last quick hit? Last quick hit. This story was submitted to us by Carrie McGinnis. Ah, oh, I know Blazing her. Caribou Studios, yes, and Feast on History. So Dutch entrepreneur Emil Rattlebond <laughs> is hoping he will be able to change his date of birth from, from March 11th, 1949 to March 11th, 1969. I hate this guy. <laughs> it says a 69 year old pensioner who says first of all here's something i don't want you to note as we move through the story the different ways that this guy is referred to by the writer of this story okay (laughs) so it starts out this way so first of all he's already been referred to as dutch entrepreneur okay (laughs) right now he's being referred to as a 69 year old pensioner which is a retired person right right he's receiving 69 years old yes who says he has the body of a 45-year-old and is taking legal uh, is taking 
action to legally change his age to improve his job prospects and luck with women on Tinder. (laughs) It just drives me freaking crazy. I bet this is a publicity stunt by that guy, but it's still annoying as crap. Well, and I think you've made the same claim, haven't you, that that you have the body of a 45-year-old? I have not made that claim. You must have me (laughs) confusing somebody else. Anyways, the self-help guru and self-proclaimed young god argues if transgender people can legally change their gender, he should be allowed to change his age. Okay, first of all, that's not even the same thing. No, not even not even close. Not not like remotely, not even the same. The only thing that's the similar word you're saying is change. Is change. That's exactly right. As I mentioned, he decided to take legal action against his local authority after he refused to change his age on official documents. The entrepreneur said his legal age affected his employment opportunities as well as his love life, as I mentioned before. Would you like to hear some quotes from Mr. Rattlebond? I mean, for the sake of the news story, yes. I don't ever want to hear a thing this guy ever has to say. <laughs> I don't either, but here we go anyways. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Only for the fact that he's a circus and a sideshow, we're going to give right. this a couple more minutes. Right, exactly. He says, when I'm 69, I'm limited. If I'm 49, then I can buy a new house, drive a different car, and I can take up more work. Now, if you just pause on that just for a little bit, that makes a little sense, I guess. Yeah. That then he goes on. When I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69, I don't get an answer. When I'm 49 with the face that I have, and here's my favorite part of the entire article, I'll be in a luxurious position. <sighs> you know, I don't even know how to respond to such a D-bag. <laughs> I just like the phrase I'll be in a luxurious position Right I don't even know what that means What does that mean? Yeah also like I mean I mean, Obviously you're not mentally 69 Because you're acting like an idiot Or maybe you are Maybe you're already senile So Screw you age change guy <laughs> Says the case has gone to a court Where it is expected to give a ruling with, Within four weeks However, the local newspaper reported that the court was skeptical of the lawsuit, saying there was no legal way to allow someone to change their date of birth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and even if we wanted to, the technology doesn't exist to edit a birth certificate. So I guess, um, good luck to you, sir? No, bad luck to you, sir. (laughs) And I'm really bummed out Like the court didn't completely like berate him for wasting the court's time. Yeah, well, maybe they still will. Yeah, hopefully they'll, they'll they'll make a claim that you're wasting the court's time and screw you. And throw them in jail. Yeah. Okay, well, Adam, no matter how hard we try, we still run out of time and we can't get to all of our news stories today. Damn it. But I do have a headline for us. Ooh. McDonald's employee charged for assaulting manager with hot crispy bacon. <laughs> I like that the crispy was included in there. <laughs> I do too. So we promised the listener we will make every effort. Every effort, guys. Yeah, to get to this story in a future episode. I really hope we do, because crispy bacon is delicious. It really is. Next. Alright, Adam. That means it's time for birthdays. Yes. I'll kick us off. So yesterday. Eddie Vedder turned 54. Wow. Mr. Pearl Jam himself. So Indeed. Happy birthday, Eddie. Yeah. 
Well, today is the birthday of Ryan Seacrest, who turns 44. And this is my annual reminder that uh, Ryan Seacrest and I are the same age. That's right. And, you know, that he is still your role model. He kind of is my role model, which I'll get into maybe in another episode. (laughs) That guy's one of the most versatile guys in entertainment today. True. And tomorrow being Christmas, I thought it'd be interesting to name some Christmas birthdays. Mm Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Buffett turns 72. Demarius Thomas turns 30, NFL wide receiver. And Sissy Spacek turns 69. So happy birthday to to our Christmas babies. Yeah, happy birthday, Christmas babies. And then on Wednesday, we have one of my early role models, Lars Ulrich. He turns 55. On Friday, we have Denzel Washington. He turns 65. My man. He's one of my favorites. Same. And Saturday is the birthday of Ted Danson. He turns 71. And it's the 80th birthday of John Voight. That's insane. Who, if you remember, bit George Costanza on the hand. He did indeed. And that's also uh, um, Angelina Jolie's dad. Oh, yeah. You're right. All right. How about some born this week, but now dead? (laughs) Never gets old. No, it does not. Thank you, Clay. We actually have two this time. The first one is Humphrey Bogart was born on Christmas Day, but died in 1957 at the age of 58. Man, that is young. Yeah, super young. We also have Stan Lee, who would have celebrated his 96th birthday this Friday, but instead uh, died a few weeks ago. Excelsior. We miss you, buddy. Next. Hey, Adam. Yeah? It's time for this week's Least Competent Criminal. Yes, it's one of my favorite segments. The story reads something like this. Police are investigating the death of a man during a home break-in in El Paso, Texas this week. Authorities were called to a house in the 3000 block of Copper Avenue just before 5.30 p.m. Tuesday after the homeowner discovered a broken window and blood. Ooh. Officers found... By the way, Adam, if you're ever in a news story where there's where the verb found uh-huh. is associated with your name, that's not good. Right. In any case, officers found 28-year-old Javier Tellez Jr. dead inside the home. Oh, no. Yes. Apparently what happened was is that Tellez cut his arm on the broken window while climbing into the house and was unable to stop the bleeding. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. So congratulations on being this week's least competent criminal and... The Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. <laughs> and by the way, Adam, the last one of 2018. Oh, the, the 2018 Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. And I'm not done. Uh-oh. I want him to know that I drew his name for Secret Santa. So Merry Christmas, Javier. You'll be receiving my gift very soon. <laughs> Next. Adam, let's finish up with this. Okay. Are you familiar with the band Witch Rot? No. Well, apparently things aren't going well for these icons of metal. And they issued a press release, and I'd like for you to read it for all of us if you would. Okay, Chris, here we go. Due to the unfortunate reality of our guitarist f***ing my girlfriend of almost seven years, Witch Rot will be taking an extended hiatus. I, however, will continue the band in another space and time, being ripe with hate the music is slowly flowing, without a doubt, will become the most devastating, torturous music I have ever created. Thanks for the support. Stay heavy. Peter. Also, our drummer died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love I, I love metal drummer, like metal, metal bands. <laughs> just, indie metal bands just really have their uh, angst in full effect. 
Yeah, so I thought that that was the best possible way that we could end our our Christmas episode and the last episode of this week today. Very, very true and classic. Next! That brings us to the end of the last episode of this week today of 2018. Hooray! Merry Christmas! Happy New Year, guys! Now, I, I, may, I will say this. We may have a staff meeting next week. We'll just have to see if, it, if we can fit it in. Yeah. Then we'll take a short break, returning with a staff meeting on January 14th and a new This Week Today on January the 21st. But before we go, Adam, is there anything that you'd like to promote? I would like to promote myself at www.lauransaunders.com for all your production, editing, and producing needs. And I would like to also promote Feast on History, where Carrie McGinnis and I have Blazing Caribou Studios. Um, we discuss some of our favorite foods and where they came from and how they've played their part throughout history. You can find us in our Facebook discussion group at Feast on History Junkies, or you can find us on Twitter at Feast on Hist, and you can email us at feastonhistory at gmail.com. So check us out whenever you get a chance. Excellent. All right. I have something as well. On Gravity Beer, we've decided to dig into conspiracy theories and the Illuminati, Adam. Oh, I love this stuff. Yes. We originally thought it was going to be a single episode endeavor. Yeah. Boy, were we wrong. Really? I don't know if you know this about that topic, but it is a deep, deep well of material. Oh, absolutely. Most assuredly. Yes. So we've decided to do a series on it. Oh, and cool. Yeah, with, with no predetermined end. So the intro episode has already been recorded. It'll release sometime in January, and then others will follow throughout 2019 until we feel like we've covered it. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, it's good. All right, well, let's finish up with some credits. You can find our show on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. We also have a Facebook group for the show called The Gravity Beard Interns. We've had multiple people tell us it's their favorite place on the entire internet. And, of course, the number for The Gravity Beard hotline is 321-465-2180. We play those messages at our staff meetings. There are three ways you can donate to the show, Patreon, PayPal, and Venmo. All the details and links are in the show notes. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check out the entire network lineup or search at Podfix on Twitter. Chris Brayton of More Gooder Than and me of this show. We'd like to invite you to listen to Podfix Presents. That's the show put on by the collective talents of the Podfix Network. Chris and I are in the middle of our NFL recap show. It comes out every Wednesday from now until after the Super Bowl. If you don't get enough of me on this show, and by the way, I don't blame you if you don't, <laughs> I also do a show with the clever and talented Sarah Stapleton. It's called Life is Messy. We also have a discussion group for the show. Just search Life is Messy on Facebook. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout. We also use The Only Girl, both by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. For my pal, Lord Saunders, I'm your co-host. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. Merry Christmas, everyone. And God blesses everyone. Hey, you just skipped both of mine. Oh, that's right. You started. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back up just a little bit. Add something to your file. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Are we calling Keith after the show? <laughs> Curse you, Keith. <laughs>